What's going on, guys? I hope you're excited about this English lesson. Today, we're going to talk about the present perfect. But you guys know all of my lessons are free to you guys. So sit back, relax, enjoy this quick sponsor, and we'll get into our English lesson for today. Welcome, guys, to the Fox English Learning Podcast, where you get to learn English grammar, English phrases, English vocabulary, where you get to learn business English, conversational English, everything that has to do with you becoming a confident and fluent English speaker. We talk about things to improve your pronunciation. We talk about how to build your confidence as an English speaker. Literally, guys, we talk about everything we can to help you become a confident and fluent English speaker. And not only that, we're concerned also about the type of person you are. We want to help you learn English, but also help develop you as a woman, as a man, as an adult, help you in your all around life, not just in learning English. So you get to know more about me and some personal development stuff. I'll share some things with you guys that I'm learning so that you just don't listen to these podcasts and learn some interesting things about English, but also some interesting things that you can apply to your life and just become a better individual and make more of an impact on this world. So in today's English lesson, we're going to look at the present perfect. Uh, I had a student message me on Facebook and ask, hey, teacher Justin, can you teach about the present perfect? And that's the way I teach a lot of my lessons. I look at the messages I'm getting and I respond to students. So make sure if you guys have any questions, just message me, ask me, and I'll do my best to teach about that or even message you back if I can. I can't respond to everybody. I do get a lot of messages. I think right now we have about 11,000 students, but I do my best and I'll use help from other teachers to message as back as many of you guys as I can. Um, but like I said earlier in this lesson, we're going to look at the present perfect. Um, super, super excited about this, guys, and how this looks. So let's look at the present perfect. I'm going to give you guys a situation. I want you to sit back and listen to this, and let's see how we can improve your understanding of the present perfect. So listen to this situation. Tom is looking for his key. He can't find it. He has lost his key. I'm going to say that one more time. Tom is looking for his key. He can't find it. He has lost his key. He has lost his key. He has lost it recently and still doesn't have it. So he has lost his key. That is in the present perfect. When you have have or has in the, uh, and you're adding the loss onto the end, which is in the past tense, is the present perfect simple. So this is how this works. I know I just said that. You're like, teacher Justin, what are you talking about? I promise I'll explain it for you. So when you're talking about present perfect, this is how it's going to work out. You're going to have either I, we, they, or you, and that's when you use have, so H-A-V-E, and that's when you'll use the past. So when you say he uh, has lost his key, if you put I there, you would say I have lost my key. If you put we there, you would say we have lost our key. If you put they there, you would say they have lost their key. Or with you, you would say you have lost your key. Okay. So with those four, you're going to use have. But what about when you have he, she, or it? That's when you're going to use has, H-A-S. He has lost his key. She has lost her key. It has lost uh, its key. So that's how you would say that. So the present perfect simple is have or has plus the past participle. I'm 
going to say that again. The present perfect simple is have or has plus the past participle. And you're like, teacher Justin, what is the past participle? The past participle often ends in ed. So, for example, say if you want to use the verb finish, if you want to use that with the past participle on the end, you would add ed. It will become finished. What if you want to talk about decide? And that's when you make a decision. So the verb decide. How would you say that and add the past participle onto the end? It will be decided. And lost was, it's an irregular verb of lose, and it becomes lost. And that's how you got that. So you have have or has plus the past participle. But like with uh, lose or anything like that, you're going to have the irregular verbs. So remember the present perfect. I want to give you guys a good definition for it. So let me think of a great way to explain that for you so you can have understand it and how that works. So when you're thinking about the present perfect, it's actions that are affecting things right now. So when you use the present perfect, there is a connection with the now. This action happened in the past. This action in the past has a result now. So when you looked at Tom lost his key in the past. And he can't find it. So guess what? That's affecting the now. So Tom cannot find his key. He has lost his key. That is why it's affecting now. Okay. So when we say that something has happened, this is usually new information. So, ouch, I've cut my finger or the road is closed. There's been an accident. Uh, Police have arrested two men in connection with the robbery. So police have arrested Police have arrested. There you have have or has plus arrest. And remember, you're going to add the past participle onto the end of the verb. So let's look at those again. So, uh, ouch, I've cut my finger. I've is just a conjunction of I have. So, ow, I have cut my finger. There you go. You have the form of cut, which is an irregular verb. So it doesn't become cutted. It just becomes cut. Or you have the road is closed. There's been an accident. So there's been an accident. There's is in a conjunction of there and has. So there has been an accident. Okay. So now you guys are seeing how it works. You have have or has plus the verb plus the past participle. Okay. And it often ends in ed. Okay. So I'm gonna say this again too. So we use the pat the present perfect. Uh, when we use the present perfect, there is a connection with the now. The action in the past has a result now. So let's look at this. Where's your key? I don't know. Here's the way you get the present perfect. I have lost it. I have lost it. So it was lost in the past, but right now that action is affecting now. Where's the key? I don't know. I have lost it. Okay. So he told me his name, but I have forgotten it. So there's I plus have, and then you got forgotten. So I can't remember it now. It's a, even though he told you that in the past, it's having an impact on the now. So I want you guys to get it. So the present perfect, okay, in the simple sense is going to be have or has plus the past participle. Remember, we went over past participle. That's going to be the verb if it's regular with an ED on the end. And if it's irregular, it's not going to have that on the end, okay? So you can also use past simple with did or went. Okay, so we'll go over that later. But I did just want to let you know, remember, it's have or has plus 
the past participle. Have or has plus the past participle. So when you're like, okay, when do I use have or has? You use have when you say I, we, they, or you. And you use has when you use he, she, or it. So that's when you would differentiate between when to use those. And then you say, okay, Justin, I get that teacher. I know I use have with I, we, uh, they, or you. And I know I use has with he, she, or it. But when do I know when to add ED and when not to? And that comes with just practice. You need to learn what verbs are irregular and don't function that way. And you need to learn what verbs are regular. And as you speak more English and get more practice, you'll learn on that. And I'm going to teach you guys more about the present perfect. But I just kind of wanted to build a foundation for, remember, that it's going to be have or has plus uh, the past participle. Okay. So I hope you guys enjoyed that lesson, but the lesson is not over. Now we're about to move into the second half, which is kind of like the devotional time where we're going to talk about some life things, some things that are very important to me. And you're going to also learn some more English. It's just not specifically an English lesson, but as you guys know, my lessons are free. So listen to this one more quick sponsor and we'll finish up our English lesson for today. Thank you guys so much again for listening to that other sponsor. Um, and I hope you guys are sticking around because this is where we're going to work on some things that are super important, not only to do with English, but to do with who you are as an individual and to help you grow. So how this devotion is usually going to go, it's not going to last more than five minutes. I just want to give you guys some important uh, things to encourage you, some important things that could help challenge you and, and shape you and mold you and just some cool things to know. So if you guys do not know, I'm a Christian. And what that means is I have given my life to Jesus. Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ came down to this earth, uh, died on the cross for our sin, rose from the grave, and that everyone who puts their faith in him is saved and has eternity with God. That's kind of the simplest way I could explain it in about 10 seconds. And as a Christian, what we study and read is the Bible. And a Bible is a collection of um, letters and things like that from people who have followed Jesus or also who followed God before the time of Jesus as far as coming on this earth as a man. Um, but the book we're going to look at today is the book of John. And the book of John was one of, has to do with an eyewitness of Jesus. So he walked with Jesus. He talked with Jesus. He actually laid against Jesus and got to know him very well. And he was his disciple. That means he followed him and wanted to become just like him. We'll talk about a whole lot that in a later uh, lesson. But what I wanted to do today is just read three quick verses from the beginning of John, talk about them, and then finish up our English lesson for today. So if you have a Bible, read along with me. If you don't, you're more than welcome just to listen. And if you have any questions for me about, okay, what is the Bible? What are you reading? What do you believe? Can you tell me more? Please message me on Facebook or any way you can get in contact with me. So this is going to be John chapter 1, verses one through three. And verses are pretty much the best way I can describe it is sentences. So I'm going to read John one, which is chapter one and read the first three verses. So in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him and without him was not anything made 
that was made. So something really quick on that. In the first verse, it says, in the beginning was the word, okay? And the word is, if you look in Revelation, I think it's 17, 19. Don't quote me on that. I'll go back and check it. But it talks about how Jesus is the living, not the living word, that Jesus is the word. So we know here when it says, in the beginning was the word, it was talking about Jesus. And it says the word was with God and the word was God. Letting us know that Jesus himself is God. How crazy is that? Guys, that is so cool that Jesus himself, who was God, uh, came down as a man and paid the punishment for our sins. And it says all things were made through him and without him was not anything made that was made. That's letting us know that Jesus was the one who cre uh, created this world. God created this world. So what I wanted to encourage you guys with today is this. If you have anything that you're struggling with in life, if you're struggling with finances, if you're struggling with depression, if you're struggling with just figuring out where your life needs to go, whatever you're struggling with, whatever you're going through, trust the one who created you and created this world. It's like if you have a car issue, how awesome would it be to go to the person who created that car so they should show you what's wrong and to fix it? God is the one who gave us life. He's the one who created this world. And there's no better place to be than in his trusting hands. So if you guys have not put your faith in Jesus, you can message me about that. Um, but I just wanted to encourage you guys today to trust the one who created you. Go to him with all your issues, whatever you need. Go to him because he cares for you. So I'm going to end in a prayer and then we'll close out this English lesson. Lord, I thank you so much for today. I thank you for every student listening to this English lesson. Uh, it's not by chance that you had them listen to this, but you've loved them and you called the specific time for them to hear this. Father, I pray that you help them learn English. I pray that you help them learn fun, have fun. And I pray that you help each student come to know you who does not and all the students who do know you to continue to grow in you. Lord, we love you and we thank you so much. And that's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. Thank you guys so much for listening to this lesson today. And as always, as we end, have fun learning English.